Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Hope you're having a great week, man. And I appreciate y'all being here, dude, because we got a great guest for y'all this week. Before I introduce this guest, I just got to say, my new EP will be out this Tuesday on Wakan. It's called Right Field Bass, and it's the most fun body of work I've ever put out, dude. You know, the Something for Your Mind EP was a lot of banger, heavy hitter kind of high production stuff. I say kind of. It was just, you know, me trying to flex my production skills. But right field bass is kind of that same thing with a lot more goofiness to it, dude. It's just that silliness to it, that childlike energy in it, dude, that right field side of the bass music world, dude. I'm claiming the right side. Everybody's on that left field shit. I'm on that right field shit talking about butts and cocks. So y'all make sure to go check out the EP when it drops. Very, very happy about it and proud of it. So go listen to it. But my guest this week is that behind... The scenes killer, okay? Uh, and this is a very different episode, okay? This is an industry industry gal, but it's on the merch side. You know, we've had promoters, we've had managers, we've had agents on the show. This will be the first time where we talk about the merch side of the business, okay? She manages all the artistries, all the artist merch games, and she works for this company called Kill the Ape. Massive merch company. They do merchandise, all different types of merchandise, but they do a lot of stuff for artists, beer companies, all types of companies. I mean, you might even be wearing a Kill the Eight shirt right now. Like, after I did this episode, I was actually surprised. I went to my closet and checked just on how many Kill the Eight t-shirts I had in there. And uh, Kill the Eight actually does all the Taboo merch as well. Um, so, obviously, going to plug that as well. Go get, you, go get you some of that Taboo merch. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I thought this would be a really cool episode. You know, kind of figure out what it takes to manage all these artists' merch, their needs, their wants. You know, how do you get in a game like that? What's that job like? You know, it's that's that part of the industry that not a lot of people think about. Me, myself included. And I was like, you know what? Let's talk about this in the show. So, with that being and said, I'm just gonna let the episode get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Red from Kill the Eight. But uh, Miss Red, it's 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 so nice to meet you today. I know, right? So nice to meet you too. Yeah. So I'm just gonna ask: Is your real name Red, or is it because of your hair? <laughs> I think it's because of my hair. <laughs> Got you. What's your real name? I just you just go by Red. I go by Red because in the music industry, nobody remembers your name, and mm. somebody called Red one day because he couldn't remember my name. That was my old boss, and it just stuck. But my name is actually Christina. Yeah, red's a lot easier. You know what I mean? They tried. Yeah. They tried giving me a nickname once upon a time, and the nickname was Taboo, and it didn't <laughs> stick because Mitch was too easy to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so whenever I was becoming a DJ, I'm like, oh, I'm fuck it, man. I'm Taboo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it works though. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon so. Well, look, <laughs> this was uh, this was an episode I really wanted to do because you have an interesting job kind of like in a niche niche area within the mm. industry. So for people who don't know you or the company you work for, just kind of explain what it is you do and who you work for. So I work for KT8 Merch, um, which we actually are Kill the Eight. Um, we are a full-service merchandise company for, I mean, I work more on the, on the artist side of things, but we do merch, you know, for corporate clients, um, you know, 
beer, artists, um, literally anything, like anything that needs merch, we do. Um, everything from design production, overseas production, online store building and launching <clears throat> and um, like fulfillment. So pretty much a one-stop shop. I'd yeah. Say. Yeah. In a nutshell. And it's a big company. I mean, y'all, y'all do merch for some hitters, like the, name drop some folks real quick, you know, <laughs> name drop, flex name on drop. us. Uh, said dead, dead mouse, um, subtronics, boogie T. Oh man. So, so many <clears throat> artists. I mean, that's just like, kind of like in the, in the <clears throat> base BM <clears throat> genre. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. And taboo. I was, I was, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was giving you a chance. I'm talking to you, so obviously. <laughs> what are like? Do you? What are you said? Some beer companies like y'all. You fuck with Pat's Blue Ribbon. Like what y'all? Which y'all are out in Canada, so maybe like La, La uh, what is it? La Blue or La, La is it Labatt? Labatt, La yeah, Labatt. Yeah. Who y'all do it for? Oh man, that's a beer that when I was bartending was like the cheapest beer that anybody could get. And they were just like, yeah, give me a, a little bat. I'm just I like, love it. Actually. It honestly reminds me a lot of PBR. <laughs> I mean, I don't drink beer. I drink tequila. Hell yeah. I couldn't tell you what a good beer is. For sure. You're you She just said, I'm a real woman. Okay. I fucking just take it straight to the dome. Okay. <laughs> straight tequila. <laughs> what, what beer companies y'all do for or like, uh, uh, we like Stella, um, this local company called steam whistle. Um, I think it's like a, a lager. Mm. It's horrible. They're going to be like, uh, you don't even know what kind of beer. Yeah, come on. Is. But you, you're usually just working with artists. Y'all do like any type of band stuff or is it just mostly like in the electronic world? Um, no, we had some bands before. We were working with a band called Prong. Um, we've done Suicidal Tendencies. Um, that birthday. has to be a metal band, right? With a name like yeah, that. Okay, definitely. they have to be a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> a little more like think they're more um like on the punk uh like hardcore hardcore band yeah it'd be weird if you're like my name's grandma fisting and we're just an acoustic <laughs> indie band you're like that wouldn't make any fucking sense you know <laughs> oh man yeah no it makes zero sense at all right 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 well uh well, I wear a t-shirt okay there we go yeah i'm wearing a coors light t-shirt drinking a papsley ribbon so you know, I'm just confused like everybody else, okay? Love it. <laughs> yeah. So, this is like a... How long have you been doing this for with the Kill the Eight? Uh, artist merchandise, I've been doing since 2017. Okay, word. Rock and roll. Yeah. Because I, know, I yeah. know it's like a, um, it's a big company. I'm always talking with you, and I'm like, this is just a cool little, like... Extra way to be in the industry, right? Because it's like people are always looking for ways in the industry. You know, you don't have to just be on stage in order to eat. You know what I'm speaking? Like, what yeah. uh, like what does your job usually just entail? You know what I mean? Like, what what's what's the day to day like you for? And how how does one even prepare for having a job like this? Uh, I mean, well, prior to me getting into artist merchandise, um, I was an artist manager. I actually managed um, a couple Canadian bands, rock bands. I was always more in the rock and metal kind of scene. Um, I managed a few venues, uh, the Phoenix in Toronto, which is like a 1300 cap room, um, worked at a few other bars and clubs type thing. And then when I left that industry, both of the artists that I managed, uh, we did our merchandise with KTA. And it just kind of happened like Tony, which is the owner and president designer. He designs a lot of the actual artwork. 
um, for a lot of artists. He was just like, are you interested in a job in artist merch? And I never really thought about it. Um, but it made sense because I had already been, you know, kind of dealing with that on the management side. So I was like, well, you know, take a leap and see how it is. And and now I love it. Um, so, I mean, a day to day for me, I, I'm talking to, you know, management all day and we're going back and forth on design. Um, sometimes I talk to the artists, uh, themselves and we kind of like put together a plan for the year. This is what we want to launch, you know, Q1 to Q4, what kind of vibes do you like? And then I go back and forth with the designers and then, you know, everything from colors of tees and certain designs. And even if an artist doesn't really know what they want, they're just like, I want something Gothic. I want something, you know, cartoony. And they just, I'm like, okay, put together a mood board and we send it to the designers and it's like, here's your design layouts, which is, you know, obviously what we do with you. Mm -hmm. Um, so you've kind of seen that, but that's pretty much my day to day. It's a lot of back and forth and a lot of like, okay, I like this. I don't like that. I like this. I don't like that. And it's like, okay, version 15 of the deck, which one do you like? Yeah. So, how, much, yeah. how, how much different was it dealing with my team? Cause we're like, all right, we want fucking NASCAR beers, <laughs> fucking, you know, just kegs. Like how, how was it different? Were you just like, hell yeah. Or is that something you've dealt with before? No. So so your stuff was actually super fun to work with. Tony, the owner, designed your stuff. And mm -hmm. he called me into his office one day when we actually worked in the office um, and was like, Red, I'm so stoked on this. Like, he's like, come look at these designs. And they weren't even done yet. He's just like, look at what I've done so far. And I was like, dude, these are dope. He's like, I'm having so much fun with this line. I can't even tell you. I want to design all of Taboo stuff. That's he's like, beautiful. don't give it to any of the designers. Yeah. Oh wait! So he did. Yeah. He did. He's done all of them, huh? Yes. That's yeah. All of them. Yeah. I haven't really been in that conversation, dude. But uh, shout out Tony, dude. I want to shake that man's hand. You know, because the thing yeah. is, we we have to level it up every time. We have to get more ridiculous every single. It just has to be more obscured every single fucking time. When I see the ideas come through for your merch, I'm just like, yes, so good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> bitch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's killer dude so you know you've been in the merch game for a little bit do you, do you feel like you have like a sense of like where fashion's going or like what people are into what sells like what have, do you have any of that going on and what's like a thing that you did you see everybody just selling bro yeah money on? i mean definitely now you know working with because most of my artists and clients are in the edm like bass music scene so you know, I try and get out to as many shows and festivals that I can because I need to see it firsthand. Um, I like seeing, you know, everyone in the crowd, you know, you go to Lost Lands or something and literally everyone's wearing all of the merch that we produce. And it's super cool to see. Um, but it, it, it also helps me for sure see like what sells, what doesn't sell, what people are wearing at the shows um, that we may not have necessarily thought about before. So it definitely gives me like some ideas. And then you know, obviously when I'm, when I'm handling the settling and, you know, shipping things out to shows and when I see what comes back, it definitely gives me an idea of what we have to do more of, what we kind of have to like take a step back on. Okay. We thought it was a good idea, but that idea should have just stayed an idea. Um, stuff like that. It's, but now I feel like I definitely have a little bit more um, knowledge of this of this scene for sure because I wasn't you know when I got into it I wasn't familiar with like dubstep at all or EDM or like I said like I listen to metal 
Um, so it was all very new to me, but now definitely I feel like I'm a dubstep merch queen at this point. <laughs> Basically, dude, yeah. that underground, <laughs> underground hero, man. Uh, yeah. So like, what, what's, what's that been like going from just metal bands to like, cause you know, whenever I started getting into dubstep, I, I grew up metalhead, right? So like whenever I hear bands, I like, uh, or when I saw like, uh, like excision, I was like, oh my God, this is like dubstep, right? Or this is, I mean, this is like a uh, metal, but like electronic music, like, have like that aggressiveness to it. Was it, was it appealing or are you one of them elitist? Cause I'm not going to lie to you. I was too, bro. Whenever I was in the metal bands, I'm like these fucking pussy ass DJs and they're fucking <laughs> silly ass dumb wobbles. You know what I mean? Were you one of those elitists or like, what was, what was that transition like? Or, or do you, are you still an elitist? You know, just, just, you just, you just, you just milking us dry. Are you just still an elitist? You know, I am, I'm stoked when I see my artists on stage. Um, it was for sure a, a totally new world for me. Like I was used to circle pits and like a bunch of dudes and a bunch of dudes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I, I love dubstep now. I love EDM. I listen to it on a daily basis while I'm working. And I'm just like, what happened to me? <laughs> I mean, I still listen to my metal, obviously. But, um, you know, I wasn't, I didn't really know much about it. So I had to educate myself. And I ended up actually really liking it. Damn, you've changed, bro. I know. I know. <laughs> I was at a metal show last Sunday, though. So. Hell yeah. Do you, are you yeah. Are you a pit girl, bro? You in there? I am right in the circle pit. Hell yeah, dude. Circle yeah. pits go hard, man. I mean, when I'm like not on side stage, but you got to get out and watch the actual show. You can't just like watch them from back there. The mm -hmm. best sound is at front of house, so. Yeah, that's very true. I will say I do enjoy, you know, a circle pit's nice, but like, you know, like those super metal shows where they're just fucking throwing bows, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, don't I miss don't those. Get, I don't want to get punched in the face. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like, you know, stand off. I'm a little bit older now, too. So like, going to take it easy. I was really hoping you would say face like they do with like uh, the Canadians on South Park do. I don't want to go in there. I got punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, apparently, sometimes my accent comes out. Certain words. Yeah, dude, mine too, for real. Um, so, uh, dude, what, what, did, what do the Canadians think of the South Park's in, uh, in, interpretations of them? Just like the floating. You, you've seen it, right? Yeah. <laughs> How do y'all feel about that? I mean, I feel like Canadians just like to get made fun of. Yeah. Because we know that, like, it's so aggressive sometimes. Like, we're open to it. Yeah. I'm not I love sure. it when people are like, oh, my God, you sound so Canadian. Say house again. I'm like, oh, man. Like, yeah, I'll come up to Canada and play shows, and they'll hear me talk. They'll be like, keep talking. <laughs> Yeah, I love me. your accent. Yeah, yeah, it's got that, got that twang, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm not your buddy guy. I'm not your guy, buddy. Uh, so, so what, what, what's something you've you've been seeing change in the merch game just in the time that you've been in? It? Have you seen any type of trends going on? Have you seen you know th things shifting a little bit? What, what, what's the, what's the spiel on that? Well, I mean, like during COVID, for example, you know, everything kind of switched over to online sales because there were no shows so you know we did as much as we could to make sure that everyone you know everyone's stores were stocked and you know we were coming out with new merch all the time because fans didn't have anywhere to go to buy it so we're like okay we need to make sure that's that it's available um but in terms of like trends like pashminas these scarves are everywhere 
Yeah, I call him. I call. I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Pashmina one day, but I'm gonna call it an EDM Wook scarf. <laughs> it's it's definitely a Wook thing. Yeah, definitely a Wook thing. Um, and jerseys, like jerseys, are just continuously killing the game. Yeah. for sure. Perfect. Yeah, dude. Those uh, Pashmina's. <laughs> my sister. My sister's kind of like a you know like a preppy cheerleader type, right? She came to one of my shows. It's like in the middle of summer. She's like, "Why is everyone wearing scarves?" <laughs> I know people like my friends are like, is it a scarf? I'm like, it's a pashmina. They're like, it's the same thing. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not different. It's not. It's very different. <laughs> yeah, way thin. You got you one. Have you reached that level of wokeness yet? You got you some. I mean, I have one of you know every one of my artists. Um, I haven't worn it to a festival yet. You know, over my head. Yeah. Um, but I think I might at the next one. Hell yeah! I got into it. I got to feel like. You know what these what these kids are feeling. Right, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, do, yeah. Do you keep a piece of merch from everybody? Is that what you do? Um, I I try to for sure. Um, I'm I'm really proud of the stuff that we produce, and you know when my artists love something, I love it equally. Um, and it's just cool. Like the pieces of merch that we produce, they're just they're rad items, and I definitely my closet is full of merch hell yeah who's got yeah. the best merch game out there which which one of your uh which one of the artists got the best one out there Ooh, obviously come on <laughs> shit thanks you know <laughs> honestly i can't even i can't even pinpoint it um it's just so diverse everyone's vibe is totally different um which i'm stoked on you know there's not one thing that looks the same and obviously we want that but everyone's vibe is so cool um I can't. I can't narrow it down to a favorite. Got it's, you. Totally Thank, thanks for that very vanilla answer, dude. It's like you know, it's like when you, yeah, it's when you ask somebody what which one of your kids kids is your favorite. Like I love all my kids equally, but like knowing they <laughs> fucking hate one of them, you know what I mean? I mean, if you want to, no, I can't do that. I can't. <laughs> okay, you're like I'll tell you which one of my kids I fucking hate, dude. Jesus. Offline. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so with artists trying to get like, you know, people trying to do different shit as far as like merch goes. Because you see like Boogie T doing like Kandamas, but he does that through like sweets and stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. I got some ideas for like some really goofy merch items I would want to do at some point. Like, are y'all just constant? like, how, how are y'all able to just evolve with that? You know what I mean? Like, how big does the warehouse have to get to kind of hold all these items or do y'all outsource shit like that? So we have a, a pretty big uh, warehouse in Toronto. We also have, um, you know, a, a storage warehouse in Dallas, Texas. Um, it, our location is is pretty big in order to house like all of our artists, online inventory, and all of our tour stock. But we produce everything. Um, we obviously, you know, have partners overseas where we do all of the custom things. Um, so the pins, for example, we don't do those in house. Um, the koozies, we didn't do those like in our location. When you say but, overseas, do you mean just like in America, like going overseas to Americas? No, so like China. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they make, you know, we can't compare, like they make the best items, but we can literally make anything. Yeah, I like, like that. Anything you uh, put your mind to, okay, you can make anything like out there. Anything. Like, we've done, you know, Bluetooth speakers in the shape of a Dead Mouse logo. Hell yeah. I'm thinking about doing some tab booty shorts. I mean, I feel like we should. Yeah. 
but like they're, they're, the but they're they're for men okay tab <laughs> tab booty shorts for men all right are you gonna wear them fuck yeah i'm gonna wear them at your show hell yeah i'll wear them on stage i'll get up and fuck, i'll get on the dj booth and fucking just go you we're know? doing it as yeah. soon as we get off this we are gonna start designing <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> That's fantastic, Honestly, dude. We need male booty shorts. We do, bro. We need more male asses, dude. It's time for it's time to normalize men's asses, okay? Can we just normalize those? I'm in. I'm in 100%. Yeah. What's some of the weirdest merch items y'all have done, dude? Like, what's the ones that stick out to you? Like, that you're like, okay, that's different. That's special. Hmm. A weird merch item. I mean, I used to think pashminas were weird, but now right. it's very normal. Um... A weird merch item. Yeah, have you done like a butt plug or something like that? Like that'd be interesting. No, we haven't done a butt plug, but I don't know if you saw it. Tab booty plug. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, we need to figure. <laughs> yeah. it. Right. Butt plugs. Um, we did a wig actually for dub loads. Oh, nice. When he had his hair, um, it was like a silvery, like half silver and half black. Um. And we did like 500 wigs and at one of his shows, he just threw them out in the crowd. And at one point you just saw everybody just in dub loads wigs. And it was rad in the beginning when, you know, Dave called me, he's like, right, I want to do wigs. I was like, this is a horrible idea, but it ended up like so great. Everyone in the crowd was dub loads. Yeah. That's actually a super sick idea. Anything else, yeah. anything else that you thought was cool? Any, any other like just off the wall type things? You know, I haven't really, we haven't really done anything like super crazy like that, that I've seen in my time so far. Um, I mean, it's, it's usually the, I don't want to say basic, but it's, you know, the baseball jerseys, the pashminas, um, kendamas. I, you know, that's a new thing in my world. Right. It's, I'm in awe when I see like Jesse or Brock like play with them just like what is this thing so when we got them in because we sell them obviously on their stores my entire like all of our dudes in the back that work with us they're all just like playing with these kendamas and it yeah. was cool everyone playing like they were like getting mad they're like I can't get it and then they would like master it run into my office and show me they're like look I got it I'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah it's a good pastime dude I use it I do it in airports just to like you know pass the time um, yeah, it's, it's fun in the airports, but you'll have like the occasional person who comes up to you and like thinks you're autistic and they'll be like, you're really good at this. And I'll just be like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just waiting to board my flight. I'm good, I, dude. I have a second one. You want to play? <laughs> you know, just fuck with them. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So Kadavas, I, I can see that. Did you want to know how to not pick up chicks? Okay, I've learned this from experience. You whip out a kendama, all right? They'll just flock away, all right? They'll they'll I mean, fucking scat. Really? I think it's kind of working. I don't. I they hadn't worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you playing with it on stage though? Oh no no no! I'm usually playing <laughs> with myself. No, the DJ you know DJ stuff is usually what I'm playing with. So okay yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so kendamas are not um, working for you, girl wise. Nah. nah, man, nah. So maybe, maybe we'll come. I'll just, I'll just have a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Just, a, I'm it's bringing back, I'm bringing back the fucking yo-yos. You know what I mean? I don't know how I'd feel if you know some. 
dude came up to me and started talking to me and bust out a yo-yo i'd be like all right dude um what's up can i buy you a drink <laughs> so uh what you doing you know after what? this <laughs> i feel like that actually might work <laughs> You came up to me with a yo-yo. I'm just like nonchalantly just playing with it. And you're like, can I buy you a drink? I'd be like, 100%. Yeah, so I really dig your vibe. Uh... <laughs> I'd end up buying you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to bring the yo-yos back, bro. Hell like, yeah. I need another drink. Let's get <laughs> At what point does he stop getting good at the yo-yo? I don't think there's a point. I don't think there's a point. I'm pretty sure you could just sit there and do it, dude. There's a point yeah. where, where you're drinking where your kendamin just kind of sucks, okay? <laughs> yeah. But the yo-yo. The yo-yo. There's no point. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, so if you wanted to yo-yo, you could look someone in the eye and still have that conversation with them while you yo-yo. So that might – you can't really pay attention to a conversation with the kendama. <laughs> no. <laughs> we need to get you a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> that's great dude that's great dude so these all right so you said everybody in the office is playing with these kendamas man so whenever you were working from office dude is, what's what's working for like a merch company that works with all these type of people like are they are you you work with a bunch of wooks no no okay professionals <laughs> i wouldn't <clears throat> i wouldn't call um i mean no our team is very professional um without I a wouldn't doubt call our office <laughs> I want to call our office vibe uh, very professional. I might get in trouble for that, but no. Um, no, everyone's like super rad. I mean, you know, my m Tony, my boss, will get up and be like, okay, I'm going to go surfing for half an hour. Like, call me if you need anything. Come back and then just like bang out like sick designs in like two hours. And you're like, okay. Um, but it's normally, you know, me yelling in the office, just screaming fuck at some point. Um, it's, it's a, it's, yeah, <laughs> pretty relaxed vibe. Dude, that was literally <laughs> me. That was literally me today. Okay. They canceled Buku Fest and I'm just in here. Fuck. You know what I mean? I was just, I, I, was, I was just as loud as I could, man. So I feel you girl. I fucking yeah. feel you. Yeah. I, um, I'm actually heading to back to Toronto on Monday and I'll be back in the office for, you know, a couple days a week until I, I head back out to California. But everyone in my office is kind of just like, oh, man, she's coming back. It's going to be a disastrous in the office. Oh, I'm just loud. I mean, everybody is. But, you know, I'm, I'll literally just scream fuck in the middle of nowhere. And they're just like, okay, well, Red's having a day. Yeah. I like screaming penis in public places really loud. <laughs> uh, you know, just, just, just for the lulls. That's really about all I do. <laughs> Maybe you should change your vocabulary. It might make people in like you could still get the anger out, but just go vagina. You know what I mean? And maybe, maybe it uh make somebody giggle. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm gonna try that. There you I'm go, dude. Try that. Hell yeah. Tuesday when I'm in the office, that is what I'm screaming. There you go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> just random shit. Yeah. So like. So there's this term called wook chic, right? So it's like, you know, you're, you, you dress nice and take care of yourself, but you might go see a Liquid Stranger show. So is that like the type of folk in the office? Like, are they like fans of the shit? Or are they just like hustlers getting that paper? They're definitely, I mean, everyone has a pretty like diverse um, taste in music. Uh, but they're definitely fans. Like, you know, music's always bumping in the back. Um you know, we're all kind of, I don't really know how to describe us. We're all kind of like tattooed and just kind of like fun. Um, 
I don't know that the Wook style um, is any of us. I don't think. Maybe some dudes in the back, um, like in the warehouse area. Shout out all the boys in the back, yo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, you know, we all walk back there and they're all head to toe in merch. I'm like, all right, dude. They yeah. love it. They about that. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't yeah. Wook, I ain't, I ain't neither, okay? <laughs> I own a Pashmina, but it's over a lamp because the lamp is too bright. <laughs> oh man, that's great! Like a, a new lampshade. Exactly. It's 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 a it's a it's wooked wooked out. My lamp is the most wook piece of autumn I have in my home. Where can I see it? No, you cannot. Okay, that is <laughs> that is my personal space in my home. Okay, I'm not ready to I mean, share I that. You're gonna send me a picture of it later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to share any of that information just yet. You know, you got to buy me a drink first with my fucking yo-yo, and then we'll see. <laughs> I, will, I will buy you that drink as long as I get cashmere lamp. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's cool. So you said that whenever you come to the office, they worried. You kind of run shit up there? Like, you know, do you kind of are, – are, are you telling folk what to do? Do you kind of coordinate all that too? What you, what you – um. No, I wouldn't say that. We're all kind of, um, we have different roles. So we all pretty much work together to make everything happen. There isn't really like, you know, a superior, I mean, Tony owns the company, but he still, you know, we're all just kind of working together. There's a production team, there's the art team, there's, um, you know, the online fulfillment. And really there's just different pieces of the puzzle that make everything connect and happen so no one's really i mean we're all especially now with like the demand and how quickly touring and shows have come back um we're all per, like basket cases at this point um just trying to get things done um you know everyone's equally frustrated and mad and yelling at each other but it's not you know coming down on anyone because we're all just at the end of the day, like I said, just working together to make one thing happen. So, yeah. Yeah. So during COVID, right? <clears throat> how how did how did shit change? I know you said you, you know you you started working from home from home from home more. Like I know only did like I mean when I say during COVID we're still got it fucking going on, but like during like the major quarantine, you know, shows are back now, festivals festivals and back. I know for me, we only did one drop just because it didn't feel right like did y'all were y'all busier than ever were y'all getting more artists were you, like what what was that uh what was that switch like i think at that point it was like <clears throat> you know there's no revenue coming in from shows for artists so at that point you know unless you're a major label artist dropping an album there's not really any revenue coming in so we had to think about okay Okay, well, how do we, you know, for me, my, my whole thing was, okay, how do we have our artists that are trying to, you know, just make a living? Like, what do we do for them? Um, and we just sat and kind of like brainstormed ideas and it was, we just have to do drops. Um, and it worked like these, the kids and the fans, they didn't have shows to go to. So, but they still wanted to support their favorite artist, their favorite DJ, their favorite band. Um, and they wanted to buy merch. It was, we weren't dead by any means. I think it was, you know, record breaking online sales for a lot of artists, um, during COVID. 
uh, you know, a lot of pressure because we want to make sure that, you know, we're dropping things that kids want, or I don't want to say kids. I'm just going to say kids for lack of better words, but, um, it, it kind of was like a test and then it just worked. So, I mean, I feel like it was super lucrative. It was a really important time to, you know, make sure that the fans were still engaged and the fans still got to support their artists. Um, and yeah, it just, you know, it worked. Um, and you know, there's, there wasn't many live shows. There were, you know, those drive-ins, um, or the pod shows and kids were just stoked to be there and, you know, buy merch at a show again, but still online sales, like they were just supporting like throughout COVID just like, and it was a really cool sight to see all these fans like just continuously be like, when are you dropping new stuff for this artist or when are you dropping this? And, you know, I was monitoring socials for all of my clients and artists and it's like, okay, we have to do this. We have to drop that. We have to think about this. And they were actively asking for it, mm -hmm. the, the fans. Mm -hmm. So we just, you know, kept giving it to them. And now it's obviously busier than ever because everybody is going on tour at the same time. Um, there's literally not enough teachers in the world at this point yeah. to like service everyone. So, you know, the, it's, it's a bit stressful right now, but it's super exciting because everyone's going back out and playing. So, yeah, I yeah. Mean, that is kind of cool though. Like y'all weren't out of a job, you know what I'm saying? Like how, mm -hmm. how, how, I don't think if, like, yeah. right. But like yeah. if, if COVID ain't taking y'all out, bro, I think merch companies are fucking here to stay. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was out of work. Everybody else was in the industry where there's a sound guy, audio tech, stage hands, managers. It's just like they're all out of work, man. But yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, everybody's focused. I mean, that was a thing for us for a while. We were like, we did that one drop, but we were just like, hey, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that didn't know how important merch was before now realize that it's a really important, you know, piece of the business at the end of the day. It's yeah. just as important as playing a show because it's, it's your fans. They want to support, they want to buy that merch. Um, they want, you know, everything that you're dropping, they're ready. And, you know, you say you tease something on Wednesday and say you're dropping it on Friday and they're, they're waiting for it because mm -hmm. they want everything new that you're putting out there. So yeah, at times it's even more important than shows because it's a uh, um, what type of income is that called? Where it's like a, it's not like a, it's not a buy curious. It's not buy curious. Um, it's some type of income where you're like not even. It's kind of like you know making money in your sleep. Really, it's like it's something that you're not having to actually like work on. I forget what that actually is called. And I don't know why I said buy curious. That just means you're a little bisexual. <laughs> That's all that really means. So it's buy curious income. Okay. Nope. No one's mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No passive income. That's what it's called. Passive. Right. How did okay. I go from bi curious yeah. to passive? I mean, I, let's stick with bi curious. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aren't we all okay? But <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, what happens if the shirts run out? Like, where are you? Are y'all outsourcing in different places? We're yeah, yeah. And we're you know, like it's at the point where you're just kind of like, okay, well, so you're gonna have a uh, Gildan size small and all style size medium uh m and shirt size large we're just trying to trying to fill everything so it's um you know covid it, it turned a lot of people away from wanting to work too so you know these the manufacturers you know, it's hard to find good people you know 
um, not with us, but our suppliers and stuff where we, where we purchase our, our items. Um, but I think it's everywhere, you know, like I'm going to say it, but you know, a lot of people would rather stay at home and collect some money than go back to work. So unfortunately it's, it's causing a lot of issues for this type of thing. And it's like, okay, well, this is on back order for the next two months. And, you know, everyone's kind of like, well, why, why can't you get it this quickly? And I'm like, well, it, it's not just us. It, there's four other, you know, companies behind us where it's just kind of like, it's a domino effect. It's yeah. like, if somebody doesn't want to work and produce the t-shirts, then the supplier doesn't get the t-shirts and then we don't get the t-shirts to print on. Yeah. So it's like just falling down from everywhere. But I mean, like not, it's not a shit show. It's just a little bit difficult right now, for sure. Right. Everybody's back, man. Everybody is back. And yeah. praise the Lord. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to be back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what, hey, let me ask you this, okay? And if you don't want to answer this, you don't have to, okay? So be in, in a position of what you do at Kill D8. Does, your, mm -hmm. like, does a salary for somebody, for a job that you have, does the salary kind of change? Is it like a commission thing? Does it change? You know, obviously right now y'all are busier than ever, but like, what is like, what is, what is that type of payment like whenever, you know, you have a position like yourselves? Um, I would say definitely, I mean, okay. That's good. No. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, it definitely depends on the role, uh, that you're in for sure. Um, you know, there's hourly workers, there's salary workers, there's salary and commission. Got you. Um, but it definitely depends on on the role. Yeah. Um, I myself am on a salary. Uh, but it's um, it's worth it for sure. I'm I'm happy. I love what I do. Um, I'm you know compensated very well for what I do. But I also you know sometimes work eighteen to twenty hour days. Yeah. Um, Hustler. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. At this point, you're like, I just want everyone to have great merch on tour. And it's, you know, definitely stressful sometimes, especially now, because you want to keep everyone happy and make sure everything works out. It doesn't always work out. And, you know, you don't always get um, everything on time. So it, it puts a lot of stress on everybody in the office, for sure. But at the end of the day, you know, when we see the finished product, everyone's stoked and happy again. So... Yeah. Yeah. In a nutshell, yes, I'm compensated. Got no, nicely. yeah. The, re the reason I was just asking that is so, like, you know, maybe there's somebody listening out there who's trying to figure out a way to navigate within the industry, you know, maybe find a career, find, you know, something, you know, th th that they could be passionate about and, like, make a, a living out of it. So that's, that's why I had asked that. Oh, yeah. It's definitely something that I, for myself, I see definitely doing, you know, for, a long period of time. I don't see myself leaving this industry. Um, it's it's definitely a good, uh, it's a great career for sure. This is hysterical. It's literally, it's frozen with your face drinking water right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cute. <laughs> but wait, do I look cute? <laughs> Who, does anybody look cute taking a sip of water? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Okay, yeah, you look, you look extreme. You look gorgeous. Okay, that's the. I've never seen anybody cuter drink water. All right, <laughs> but it is. Am I still? There we go. All right, it just fixed. Okay, that's hysterical. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, you said you're happy where you're at, man. Well, how does how does this kind of like compare to managing artists? And which one would you rather be doing? Like, you know, you never thought you'd be doing stuff like this, but like, you know, you're still managing different things. But how does this compare? Um, I think you know. 
at the end of the day, it's pretty similar, um, to be honest. It's because I work so closely with the artists and um, their managers and management, um, it, it really, I don't feel like um, a merch company. I feel like I'm part of the artist team. Um, and, you know, every artist and team that I work with, they're, they're so great with that. It's like, you know, they ask for my opinion on certain things. And um, even in terms of designs, like sometimes the artists will be like, okay, Red, like pick which one you think is going to do the best. Um, so it's kind of similar to artist management. It's just at the end of the day, I'm not making the final call, which even in artist management, a manager doesn't anyways, it's, it's always up to the artist, right. but um, it's a lot of advice. It's a lot of, you know, talking through things, um, planning. So I'd say it's pretty similar. There's, I wouldn't say it's, yeah, no, I'd say it's pretty similar to artist management for sure. Got you. I do like what you just said there. You're not, I don't feel like the merch girl. I feel like I'm a part of the artist team and that, yeah. that actually, that, that, that just makes me so much happier to be with Kill the Eight. If I'm being honest, like just hearing that for myself, I'm like, I, I, I really like that. You know, that's rad yeah, yeah no I, I appreciate that it's like i said it's like it's so much better when you can actually connect with the artist which is why i always like to go meet my artists um i try and get out there as much as i can you know even if it means traveling i'm i'm always out when i can obviously um but i love to see them live and i love to see them in person and you know talk about designs and vibes and ideas and that's when you can actually just really connect and get and that's you know, when you get a bang on design deck because you're actually like listening to what they want and trying to see what's in their minds. Um, and it's super important to connect with the artists and, and the team, because if not, then you're just sitting there and, you know, a monkey can do it at that point. It's like, okay, well, what do you want to see on a t-shirt? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like yeah. I'm using t-shirt as an example, but it's, um, it's a lot better when you can definitely vibe out. Yeah. No, I like that. No, I, de I definitely like that. And, uh, you know, I like that you came on the show today. I mean, this has definitely been us getting to, uh, you know, you and I have just talked through email. You know, you know I've, I've wanted to have you on yeah, the show. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, so but, uh, I'm glad we were able to actually do this today. Did you ever fuck with people whenever yeah. they're like, what do you do? You're like, yeah, I'm a hustler, man. I kind of I kind of make shit happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know a guy. You know what I mean? Like, you know. <laughs> That's pretty much me every day. Yeah, I can make stuff happen. So if you uh, if you need something, bro, I know I know a guy. You know what I mean? I'm a hustler. I'm out yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome, Red. Well, listen, um, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. For real, I'm uh, I'm glad. I'm, I'm stoked. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun, and I'm the cutest water drinking person out there. So without a fucking doubt, dude. And, and if if anybody says anything different. I will fight them to the death, okay? I hope so, and I hope you're wearing the booty shorts. That we're oh, and I'll beat, I'll beat the shit out of them with a yo-yo, girl. It's on. With a yo-yo. Yeah. And a tequila on your other hand. Yeah, and I'll be boofing a labat. You know what I'm speaking? <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> Well, sick, Red. I mean, what's so? Let me ask you this: Y'all haven't, you know, y'all have obviously gotten bigger over the years, doing a lot more. Like, what's what's next for Killiate? Are y'all expanding, or like, what, what is there anything you can kind of spoil? That's the thing about this show. There's not really, you know, things that you're supposed to hold on to secret. You don't really have to do that on this show. You can kind of just let people know what y'all have planned. So, you know, what yeah. what y'all got going on? We're uh, well, we're definitely expanding. You know, we are. Um we have a pretty solid um, artist and client base. 
um, right now, like our head office is in Toronto. I'm out in California now. So, well, not right now, but um, where I'm living, I think that, you know, ideally um, the goal for me is to kind of, you know, expand um, the company into the West Coast and, you know, not really be the Canadian merch company um, because 90% of our artists are not Canadian. Um, so it, it makes sense. And um, I think that's that's where we're heading. I don't want to say it's like a for sure thing, but it's definitely something that I want to try and do for the company. Um, if they, you know, I know that they want that. Um, it's just a matter of me kind of like taking it into my own hands and and making that move. So that's my goal with with KTA for sure. Yeah, I mean, whenever you, whenever whenever if that happens, that's like you taking that's you t like kind of you know taking a lot more responsibility, huh? That because I was gonna ask like what's your kind of end goal for all this for Kill the Eight within like for your personal stuff, but that kind of sounds like it is, huh? Yeah, definitely. I you know I would love to grow with the company, and I have from you know when I started. I'm in a different role um, than I was back in 2017 um and i want to be in a different role in the next year or so so my goal for sure is to expand the company into the west coast and you know just have a, a bigger presence um which is also why um i try and get out as much as i can to festivals and you know meet everyone even you know i love seeing other artists merch that we don't work with um it's 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 just cool to see, um, but yeah, that's my my end goal for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, well, if y'all ever need a uh, a white trash model, you know who to hit up. Okay. I'm calling you right away. <laughs> like we have these booty shorts; they're not for men, but fuck it. Okay, you know, I'll be like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> the best is when I get um, your design direction. It's just like trash that's literally like what he writes it's like trash in quotations give me the trashy i'm like oh my god this is super fun tony, i'm telling you again like tony died he loved working on your merch that's great man i hope i get to shake his hand one day yeah. and uh, whenever you know whenever next time you see him tell him i said thank you and I, I will. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I hope to tell him, be able to tell him in person myself one day. So, I appreciate, I appreciate everything y'all do at Kill the Eight, and I appreciate you for coming on the show today. And uh, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Of course, yes, definitely. And that was Red. Big shout out to her for coming on the show. Uh, that was a lot of fun getting to talk to her, get to learn about that. I hope you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you had fun listening to that. Maybe that's something you might want to get into one day. Who fucking knows? But I enjoyed that conversation. And I really appreciate her for coming on the show. And I really appreciate all y'all for being here this week, checking out this week's episode of the podcast. Y'all make sure to go listen to my EP when it drops Tuesday. And I will see y'all soon on the road, or I will see y'all next week, or and I'll see y'all next week on another episode. So I love y'all. Be good to each other if you want to. If you want to be terrible, um, probably just stay inside. You know what I mean? I love y'all. Bye.